podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Introducing Force Factor Fundamentals. Exclusively at the Vitamin Shop, these men's health essentials have clinically studied ingredients like biopurine for enhanced absorption. Yohimbean, pine bark, and L-arginine can help you strengthen blood flow and heighten passion with doses that may bring you the results you crave. Now you can save 20% on Force Factor, including the fundamentals at the Vitamin Shop. Get these men's health game changers in your life at any The Vitamin Shop store or vitaminshop.com. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Okay, it's the day trippers. It's not the Monday club, it's the Tuesday club. And um, we've moved to Tuesday because obviously you saw all the pre match, post match stuff that we've been doing. There's a lot on Periscope and the whole lot. So, anyway, up first, we have a review of that fantastic Leicester City match. We're going to preview the fantastic upcoming Leicester City match. Um, and then we are also going to be talking a couple of the trippers chats, which was thrown in at the end because we're absolutely exhausted. It's, it, we've now recorded the episode seven of the Fatback Four. You'll understand that a bit later on. Um, uh, so, uh, obviously. Big thanks again to our main sponsors, Skillzone uh, Sandyford, um, the home of the World Games 2017, which is due to take place in October. <laughs> World Games. Um, of course, 10 different skill zones. Get up there, bring a party, bring a load of your mates up, see how good you are, and see if your scores can actually beat us when we get along to the World Games. Come along and laugh at us all while we do Come this. along and laugh at us all when the World Games are on. We will give you the date and time in the next couple of weeks. Um, so anyway, here's the cut that you've never noticed. So, Kevin, what would you say your main skills are? Um, rugby, soccer, Gaelic, tennis, climbing, basketball, shooting, golf, baseball and hanging tough. Test your sports skills at Skillzone, Ireland's first multi-sports indoor circuit. Be the first to get 100 points and you'll also win €10,000. Skillzone Sandyford. See skillzone.ie. T's and C's apply. You um, loved the calf, did you? Couldn't give a bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Caramel Week and the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, we, yeah. we missed Fucking it. Fucking Prue and For, Paul Hollywood having the absolute lols. And we're here <laughs> watching this. Shit. We're watching this. The lols. I bet, you Mara, I bet you Mara had two tellies set up so she could watch the match. <laughs> I bet you Mara had an illegal stream yeah. of, of a different camera angle yeah. from the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> right, lads, um, where do we go? Okay, look, um, we can overreact in the whole lot. First of all, I think I'll, I'll set the tone. It's poxy when you don't win no matter who the opposition is and no matter who the competition is right so everyone's a bit down after it um, it's poxy when you seem to keep making the same mistakes over and over again yeah. um, but is there anything to take out of that game let's, let's start with the positives is there anything to take out of that game Gav uh, yeah I thought a couple of players played well I thought Woodburn done very well when he came on mm. um, I thought Robertson was decent Gomez was okay to be honest with you it's for me watching that the players that you would call senior pros at the club that were put into the team tonight um, were a massive letdown like mm. as much as people don't like Clavin he, he's supposed to be a senior pro and he was abysmal um, and people won't like this but 
Henderson just continues to really, really annoy me. The position he plays in, he, he should be either there to keep the ball ticking over and protect the back four or create from that position. And he's doing neither. He's, the amount of times that Leicester just nicked the ball and, and we're gone past him in one move and he's no answer to it. He's, he's been, I think he's been very poor since the start of the season and only continues tonight. And as captain, he should be the man out there Gene up the younger lads, but the younger lads carry the, the, the more professional pros tonight, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, James, you're a, you're a positive guy. Um, say something positive. <laughs> Let's hear your fucking spin on this, James. <laughs> say you something positive. Luck, mate. <laughs> say something best, positive. Best of luck, mate. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought Gomez looked pretty composed for 90 minutes, so that was a positive. Um, hopefully, Jurgen thought the same, and maybe we might see uh, you know him play with either Matip or Lovren on Saturday. Probably won't, but uh, that would be nice if that happened. Um, what else? Um, Woodburn looked good. He had some nice runs. Really? Yeah, I thought. I don't know. I'll, I'll get into it. I, I suppose the... Look... You know, there's no point banging on about Clavin. He's shit, right? Like, let's be honest about yeah. it. He is, right? Absolutely. He's substandard. But it's a collective fit. I know yeah. it's a collective, but the Cav, it's a collective to the point that they're the same type of mistakes. But it's the same bloke in the middle of all the mistakes. Yeah, because mm. if you, like the first goal there, right? Well, he's been targeted. Yeah, but it's yeah. A, but it's not even. It's not. He's not being targeted. He he arrives in these positions to make him look like he's being targeted. When like if you look at the first goal, it's a good defensive header out. Yeah. Now yeah. the Leicester left back gets on the ball, right? And Liverpool, what he should be doing is saying, right, he has it. He's putting it back in here. Mm-hmm. Let's set up again, win the ball again, and we get rid, and then we'll move out. They didn't. Everyone came out to the edge of the box. Flanagan was left in there. Gomez probably should have been a bit. Gomez, Gomez yeah, is two yards yeah, behind the yeah. rest of the fence. He doesn't come out with the whole lot of them. Yeah. He comes out. Okazaki is offside, and that forced ball back in. So yeah. he, he, I, I get, I get that. But what I'm saying is, when the ball drops, when when the head, first headers won, Clavin is moving around but doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's, mm. like if that was anybody, any sort of centre half, like take the looks of a John Terry or anyone. They're flinging themselves at that. Mm-hmm. They're taking him the ball and everything but else. It, it, it's, it's just, it, it's not just, it's not in our nature. It's not in the way we're playing to do that type of that type of defending. And, and and it hasn't been that way for. And it's not like, just Klopp. It's it's Rogers. It's even Doug Leash before that, right? We mm-hmm. have we've been bad defensively for a long time now at this stage. Um, and people even talk about, oh, you know, it's different when Carragher was there. When, towards the end of Carragher's career, it, he wasn't that good. You know, his time had finished and you could see his yeah. time was up on the mm. pitch. Where we're missing now, you know, everyone's talked about Van Dijk and all that. It's not, it's just, we, we, for a team that went into 16, 17, light on centre-backs, right? Where it was Matip, Clavin and Lovren as your three sort of known centre-backs, given the hassle that went on with Sacco. And we converted Lucas to a centre-back to get us through that season. To go into this season and not to have addressed that in any way, shape or form, is why these problems now are on a on a continuum. On yeah, something because if you, if you if you see a problem, you, you try fix it. Yeah. Now he's obviously gone with the idea that he can fix it with the personnel he has there. I don't agree with him. I said at the end of last season that Van Dijk was the name going around, and Van Dijk or any other centre half mm. of that quality, you go in and do it. But some teams can be proactive defensively, or they can be reactive. And 
we're not proactive. There's definitely no doubt about that. But we're not good enough at reacting either. Okay, I, I want to ask. It's one that people are putting to us, right? And, and it's something that, that we we brought up at halftime as well. The, the Henderson thing, right? The, and it's not just Henderson. It's whoever's been chosen to screen that defence across the course of the season. We've conceded 16 goals now in I think six games or something like that mm. across the, the whole course. And even if you take away the, the City one, it's still 11 goals. Mm-hmm. In, yep. in our game so far this season it's not acceptable for the number of games we play if we have intentions to win trophies and, and win things um, but whoever we're playing there simply isn't sitting and cover and, 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 and you know marshalling that defence or protecting that defence and I think there's a, there, there is a collective disappointment now with Henderson because he played so well at the start of last season in that role that he doesn't seem to be able to find that form again this season and again tonight you know, he looks like little boy lost at times out there. He's meant to be the captain of the team. You're looking for a reaction out of him. Stephen, he does look like little boy lost. Yeah, I, I've been a massive fan of Henderson all the way through and stuck with him when he was injured and whatever else said, let him get it fit and get back into it and whatever else. But it's very, very hard to... Listen, you have to be... You can't just be a blind fanboy of any player. Um, and you have to be objective in, in this instance when it comes to Henderson and say, he's not on his... You know, he's not, he's not up to pace. Um and you'd have to look and think that Klopp is thinking the same thing at the moment because he's played the club captain uh, with a second string side to an extent tonight for 90 minutes when we're playing that exact same side again on Saturday. Um, so you'd have to think that maybe he's looking at, he's brought Coutinho off early, he's brought Genie off early and he hasn't involved Emery Chan. You'd have to think that he's looking at going with that three against Le- Leicester on Saturday. Meaning yeah. his club mm. captain... He's on the bench. His first t- team. On, you know, normally, your club captain is your first player on the team sheet, mm. or very close to it. And at this moment in time, you're looking at three players getting into that central midfield ahead of him because he's he's just not at the races. Now that says two things. Number one, thankfully we have players that we can do that with that we're not stuck to having to play him regardless. But secondly, it shows you the level at which he's playing at the moment. And and it it is off the pace. There's no question about it. He's been he's been out for a long time. Like you know. It was meant to be a bruised foot last year, and it went on and yeah. on and on. And you had to give him the benefit of the doubt over preseason, and probably early in the, probably right up till now, you probably say, "Okay, look, he's coming back into it." But it's it's not only who's. It, I don't think it matters who's in there, Steve, because if you put Henderson in there or Jean, I don't think either of them screen enough, and they need to screen enough because of. They're the not a Kante. They they're not a Matic. Yeah. They're mm. not a. I, I, I'm agreeing with you here. Do you know? But do you know what I'm saying? If if you have two centre halves that are big, strong, you know, not front foot, I hate physically that imposing that fucking thing. Well, yeah, exactly, physically imposing where they'll win their battles, mm. right? You don't need a man there screening all the time because they win their battles and they'll play. But what the problem is is that you have a centre midfielder now that's not screening enough, right? And two centre halves that aren't winning their battles. So somebody somewhere has to say, lads, listen, you're you're at the base of this midfield. I don't give a fuck what you do. They're not winning their battles. You need to be on top of this ball dropping all yeah. the time. Well, let's bring it, let's bring it in because we're getting we're actually getting a lot of uh, interaction from people listening tonight. One of the one of the people here, um, sorry, Red Red Ray asks, "Is it officially a slump now?" No, it's not, and and, and I'll, I'll say it's not a slump. Look, that's a League Cup game, right? And and to yeah. be quite frank, when you're in the Champions League and you're in, you've got the and you, you want to be in the top four for next season. The League Cup games are for playing your second string. We played a second string eleven tonight, and that's what it is. I'm not going to pretend that the, that the same issues 
that have been there for the last four or five games haven't reoccurred and haven't reappeared in this game again because they have right and, and they yeah. need and you've got to you've got to question the manager as to what's the solutions here because we went through such a long spell from January to March last season yeah. trying to find a solution mm-hmm. to, to, to teams just stacking a defence against us and take, picking us off on chances teams are doing the exact same thing well, here, they're doing the exact same Ad, thing Ad, uh, Rock there Adrock 22 says Klopp isn't, uh, Klopp isn't some footballing deity beyond criticism the defence is contemptible you know you have to agree there like, and, and this doesn't it doesn't need to be from one extreme to the next it doesn't need to be we beat Arsenal and all of a sudden we're challenging for the league we lose to Leicester with a half a team and all of a sudden it's an absolute you know meltdown but from, from the summertime onwards you have to say that there was a point whereby Klopp didn't address what we as fans see as gaping errors. Now, mm-hmm. he's the manager. He has a way he wants to play. You don't always know the basis of why he didn't sign the players he didn't sign. You don't know why he didn't go after other people rather than the likes of Van, der, uh, sorry, Van Dijk or Keita, even though we got him for next summer. There has to be reasons behind it. But Let surely me, he, we've, gone into a, we've gone into a season with three centre-halves. No, no, I, I agree. And, 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 and I said that in the in, in, in into this. But look, also, lads, look at it. He's got... He's after playing Flanagan there tonight. The chap has no future at the club. Didn't have a future before the season started. Yeah, yeah. That, that forced goal comes off the fact that he gets outjumped as the ball comes back in off, off the Leicester player. You know, it, it, there, was, there was other instances with Flanagan which, which showed us up. Now, I know we've, we've had to play Gomez at centre-back and we've, we have um, uh, Trent Alexander who played there and Klein is out injured. But you have to think at sometimes what's the point in playing these fellas who have no I would have preferred to see a young player come mm. in from the from the 23s or whatever it is the right back to give him a game in this cup yeah. because you're going to develop them more <clears throat> than su- someone who's not going to play football I suppose we're in a position whereby the, the young lad coming in from the 23s is now our first choice right back because Klein is injured so you have to take that into account as well you know normally this would be the exact game that Trent Alexander-Arnold would be coming into yeah. to play and everybody would be raving about him because he'd probably have a decent game you know, but we're, you know, we're just looking here at the game while we're talking. You look at this, Clavin absolutely abysmal. Henderson not great. Clavin absolutely abysmal. Not only getting into a wrestling match with Slimani from the throw-in for the second goal, he then loses Slimani. He gets out-muscled yeah. twice. Robertson's probably out of position. Okazaki gets on the ball, slips it to Slimani, and Slimani, Ward has no chance there. There's no, 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 group, absolutely no, no question And Groge is on a yellow. So he, yeah. if, if he, he blatantly failed him, yeah. him, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. That's a red. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll come back to... So, look, it's half the problem. We made a shitload of chances in the first half, Mm. right? Mm. Didn't take them. Second half, our creativity has gone out the window. The heads go. Oh, at 1-0 yeah. down and there isn't an immediate reaction, the heads go. And at 2-0 down, they may as well have just all walked off the, t- the pitch and said, right, that's yeah. it, we're done. It was like 2-0 down against City. Of, you know, when we've been 2-0 down, we, the heads just dropped. And that was very evident once we went 2-0 this evening. Yeah, like, like, uh, well, Daddy Dale, I, I, you know, we've had a little bit of a knock at Flano playing and Daddy Daletron comes in and says, at least Flano showed some grit and determination. Yeah, I'll show grit and determination. I'll show grit and determination. You get, get, give me three months, or you three months, mm-hmm. or anybody else three months. They'll show grit and determination. He's clearly not good enough, and yeah. I don't care about scouse pride. Trent Alexander Arnold's from fucking four hundred yards from the ground. It's not about scouse pride. It's about footballing ability. And you can go on about how Flano will stick in a tackle. That's not worth a wank. Yeah, when no, he lost, yeah. he lost his header. He yeah, lost his header for that fucking first goal. First goal yeah. The yeah, first goal, he gets uh, he gets out jumped. It's it's similar to Alexander Arnold at the weekend. Actually. 
actually in terms of how he got he got out jumped by by somebody coming onto him. He's he's not physically imposing oh. enough to the, put the, the, put the, the ridic- attacker off. The ridic- you see, you're going. You're, we're talking about Flanagan, and you're right. He has no future at the club. Yeah. All right. And if you look at that team today, Ward won't play on Saturday. None of that back four I think will play. Um, Gomez think, maybe but at right back I Gomez go, I think, right I back. think he might go with Trent at right back after Gomez playing tonight mm. I don't think Henderson starts um, Wijnaldum maybe but it's the other players that annoy me more it's it's the likes of your Henderson mm. yeah as I've, look we know Clavin's limitations but it's them players that should be able to stand up and take these young players like if you watch Woburn Woburn comes on in the second half and what happens He's the only player looking for the ball and he ends up getting deeper and deeper and deeper and he becomes more, you know, taken away from what he should be doing further up the pitch. And that's simply because the two lads in the middle of the park, Henderson and Wijnaldum, disappear. They well, don't r- do anything defensively, they don't do anything attacking. L- let's, let's look at another positive uh, on it, right? Ward in goal. Yeah. Of, of the three goalkeepers, that's the most impressive goalkeeping display we've had this season. Yeah. He done nothing wrong. No. Even the one where he comes through five hundred thousand players yeah, and, and catches the, the ball at the yeah. edge of the box. We haven't seen someone catch the ball that far out of the box since Reina left in oh nine ten. I nearly stood yeah. up when that free kick. When that free kick went up in the air and I seen him coming, I went, "Oh look, he's coming! He's, yeah. he's going!" But the only, and he, he, he done I, it. I, I, I celebrated that as a goal. Yeah. Like that to me yeah. was the greatest your top, moment. Your top was off and I was I was running around top <laughs> off. That was the greatest moment in Liverpool football in history in the last five years. Emil Heskey is a fucking unit, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's an absolute beast. I'm yeah. just looking at him there. Could you imagine him and Matt have going up for a head? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was absolutely <laughs> abysmal in the air. Uh, as well. destroyed the two of them, the two of them would have been like, ooh. He was the tamest giant you've ever seen. I know, but like, he'd deck. have like clapping, you know, strapped him like you know when you have a new baby, and you're just swaddling him, him, and he'd still be mad in the air. <laughs> but like Ward, Ward is is probably the the, the he's the best biggest shining light that was there. Solanke had a great fifty five minutes and then yeah. vanished out of it for the last twenty five yeah, minutes. He, he disappeared because of the way the midfield was playing. Yep. Yeah, like Woodburn goes in there in Coutinho's role. If you watch the first half, Coutinho's playing 20, mm-hmm. 25 yards from goal. He has outlets right left in front of him everywhere and what happens the two boys in midfield completely disappear Woburn is nearly going back to try to do their job on top of his own so Carcelanke is going to be you know nullified and then even Ings comes on to make two up front and again like we're 2-0 down and there's Leicester passing the ball around the back and nobody's pushing them well, Nobody. that was not, the one positive of Ings appearance is that he, he, he does almost get the flick yeah. Well, if yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, exist, there, and you yeah. know that that makes it one all. It's a different game, and mm. it's a different narrative that goes on. And people need to remember as well a bit that narratives of games are really structured around the goals. Like if if, if we get an equaliser, it's the same on 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 Saturday. If we had got a winner winner off one of those four hundred twenty six thousand three hundred twenty five <laughs> chances that we made, you know that game is just be, gets put into the annals. It's like, do you remember when we had seventy percent possession and five hundred shots, yeah. and we only scored twice, and yeah. we won't, but we didn't. Yeah. And there is there is a concern around the idea that we are this fantastic attack. Unit, but we aren't scoring anywhere near the amount of goals we're, since the international break that you would expect. We're great at making chances, but we're not clinical. Mm. City are clinical. We're not. Yeah, and, and and you look at us talking about being an amazing attacking side. You're you're 100 right there, James. You look at City. City look like they've they've solved some of their weaknesses. Yeah. They've they've bought 150 million quids worth of of fullbacks. But they're and also playing Aguero and Jesus together, yeah, and they're fucking yeah, brilliant together. Yeah, they're starting to form a partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and there's a lot to be said for it, you know. And and whilst our front three when all three are playing together, and that's, that includes Firmino, <clears throat> Salah and Mane, are, are top-notch. We lack guile, we lack creativity 
in our midfield. We have a lot of midfield players, but only Philip Coutinho. And I, I suppose we're forgetting about Lalana because he's injured yeah. at the moment. But Dead. they're the only two players that are capable of of really providing that front three with anything worth worth yeah. working yeah. with. And I find when one of them comes out with a team, it's like we're built to play with them three up front. Mm. Yeah. Now, Firmino will miss chances, but he, what he does around the game is brilliant. But if you watch even the game at the weekend... Well, he, was, was, he was wasted out in the wing. Yeah, well, you see, I, I'm completely against Firmino ever playing anywhere yeah. but up front. Um, I'm completely against it. I don't... Who, Firmino? Yeah. If he's not the front man, he no. shouldn't be playing left or right. No. And absolutely pointless. But yeah. pointless. It looks like we're built to play with these three up front. Yeah. And yeah. if yeah. you take one of them out, the whole, the, the whole thing of this front three just becomes disjointed. Like, we're really trying to fit... A square peg and okay, round hole sort of thing, you know. I want to start to wrap up the, the, the this post match analysis because, like, to be and, and I'll be quite frank about it. Look, at the end of the day, it is the Caribou Cup, right? I don't even know what Caribou is. Right? I thought, like I thought, it used to be like a snack bar. Sounds or something like, like a that. Dip. It's an energy Caramac. drink. It's an energy drink, yeah. isn't it? No wonder Red Bull wouldn't sell this cater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, we're fucking doing playing the, the Caribou <laughs> Cup. <laughs> but you know. Uh, Ultimately, though, I could forget what my point was. But I, <laughs> even though I forgot, Caribou I, Cup. yeah, it is the Caribou Cup, right? It, but Oxley Chamberlain—that's his big chance there tonight. And we haven't talked about him. We we talked about him at halftime, and I have to say, having watched that game, I'm there going, "Sweet Jesus, that fella is never going to make his mark at Liverpool." And people might say that's that's very reactionary. But this is this is now a couple of appear, sub appearances and now ninety minutes, and he doesn't look like anything. He looks like. Jordan Oib did when we sold Jordan Oib to, to Bournemouth. He looks a player very low on confidence for me. And yeah. skill. You know, and skill. Well, like, uh, you, and, you'd and wonder, how, how is he low on confidence <laughs> having got the move he wanted? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and it's, I don't think it's a confidence issue. I, 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 think, I think it's ability. I think it's an ability issue. Yeah. And this has been my argument all summer long. I didn't want us to sign him. I don't see how he improves the team. He's come in and I'm still willing to give him a bit more time to settle in because it's unfair after a couple of games. But there's... You look at someone like Salah, people talk about how you need to come to the Premiership and adapt. Salah played some time with Chelsea, fair enough, but Oxlade-Chamberlain is a player who's been underachieving and failing to deliver on his potential for five or six years now, possibly longer. Yeah, not a fair uh, And, yeah. and I, I don't understand what people during the summer saw, this magical thing that he had that was going to just click. As soon as he came to Liverpool, we're we're gonna we're gonna get everything out of him that that has been missing from Ars- ask, Arsene Wenger. Just doesn't understand. Well, Steve, I'll, I'll ask, but I'll ask you this, right? I saw tonight the same player that I saw at Arsenal, the exact same player, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's the exact player there. He looks potentially explosive, but never explodes. So yeah. there was loads of times he got in the ball, went to attack them. And then right in, when, once he gets into that final tour, it like somebody it flicks a switch and goes, Nyeh, and he goes, well, and he falls there's over. A, there's a few people here saying that Ox needs to get fitter and he needs to get his fitness, let him get what? fit. How was he not fit? He had a full pre-season. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. My, in my understanding, maybe he started I'm against he wasn't us for injured. Well, yeah. I, I don't, like, when I look at players, I don't go over the top in a positive or negative way about them. I try to be balanced and I'll, I'll give an opinion on them week on week on how they're doing, but... If you watch him, he's come in against, I think it was Sevilla was his first game. He had a few minutes. The City game was a fucking write-off, so you forget it. Um, I'd give him a little bit more time to settle in. I know where you're coming from. He does look the same player that he looked at Arsenal. The all go on about this pace he has, and I don't think his pace is an asset at all. Well, I, it's I how you more, use your pace. I think is. he's more <laughs> of a footballer than he is a pace merchant. And I think that might... I thought he might go into a front three for mm. us, but I think mm. you may actually see him dropping back 
and competing for midfield. I'm, I homie hands up and say I think I'm wrong. I think you might actually see him in midfield where he gets to play football more than. You, I've seen him in midfield. Listen, I just, as I said, I it's it. a bit. Don't the pace it. thing is a bit. Overblown for me with him. Yeah, like I, as I said, I'm willing to give him before I make a judgment. I'm just talking about what I've seen of him so far. I see exactly the same player I didn't want us yeah. to sign. He needs a bit of time to be given a yeah, chance to come in and whatever. Him around in a month. But, mm. um, a, a talking PJ just said Ox is an England international. Ibe isn't. The comparison is nonsense. What I would say is being an England international isn't a big thing anymore. No. England are shite. And Lots of their players are mediocre, and uh, you know, and that's why they fail at, at tournaments. It's not down to a mental issue; it's down to the fact that they're most of their players are overhyped. Yeah, mm. And as Ireland, that might seem like we're being bitter, bitter Irish fans. I, I actually cheer and support England in every tournament. Weird. Have done since I was a kid because <laughs> I don't. I, I, I always have. I always have because, isn't he? No, yeah, I'm not. Fine. I'm not. I always have done, and I always will. I was good at when fucking Germany knocked them out in Euro '96, whatever else. But I'm saying. The fact is, they have a lot of average players. Ox being an England international is like saying Robbie Brady's an Irish international. They're, okay. they're, they're, Robbie Brady's, an, uh, and I don't rate Robbie Brady as someone to play for Liverpool. Well, Klopp, Klopp He's no gonna, fucking worse than, than Oxley chamberlain Klopp isn't going to turn him around in, in a month. Well, can, I, can I ask you, right? Here's the thing, right? And this is the, the idea of Klopp turning him around and turning him into this super player, right? Whatever about, whether he can or not, that, 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 that may, have merit, may not have merit. The question I have is that people talk about Lalana as the comparison. He turned Lalana around, blah, 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 blah. I, I, myself and Jamie have discussed this he put I don't L- think he did no he put Lallana well I'm sorry he, put, he turned his Liverpool career around right he did yeah but he I think his, he, and, and he, did yeah. It, he did it by putting Lallana back into a position that Lallana had thrived in for Southampton, for Southampton or a similar yeah. type yeah. position yeah playing yeah. off Lambert yeah well, not even playing, but playing in that where no, he could he pick did. up. He played a, off Lambert and yeah. Southampton. They were yeah. really good together. But where he could play, he roams around just behind yeah. the, the 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 forward players. Yeah. And yeah. what he does for us is, if you've got two two mids, he's been playing in that roamy position behind yeah. the forwards, and he's getting into the box and he's making the assists and things. I just don't see like I, where does he get the game time? Who when, when once a, yeah once Alana's fit and you've got Coutinho and you've got Alana and you've Wijnaldum. Wait, and Chan and Henderson because and and mm-hmm. you can't play him at the base of that yeah. you can't play him at the base right so, so is, is, he, is he the option for when Mane and Salah are out well, you see, that would be more, he's you a uti- see. no I think he's a utility player Squ- Klopp has seen that he can cover several different places I don't see him as you know James Milner probably gets in that midfield ahead of him I think I Milner gets in the midfield ahead of him yeah Milner's definitely a mid- midfielder again That's, I think yeah. I think we're still here folks stay with us um, you have to get a cameraman. Yeah, we need a uh, cameraman. Where are you? He's still not here yet. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Typical trippers bullshit. He's gone home with 20 quid on that. <laughs> Spent 30 quid on petrol to get here. A load of bollocks. Um, no, like, from that point of view, I just don't see where he goes in. Like, he's no. a 35 million pound monkey wrench. Yeah, but no, yeah, at, the no. Moment, at the moment, yeah, you're probably right. But I still think, you know, he's. I think he's pigeonholed into this. You know, always a wide attacker, or he's a he's a wing back, or he's this. To be honest with you, I think he does need Klopp to say to him, "This is your position, and I'm going to walk in you in this position." And I did think the front three, but I think I might be wrong. I think he, I think the midfield. Do you ever right, think he should just he be compete. pigeonholed as an average footballer? No, he probably is an average footballer. Yeah. But just look, we've seen plenty of average footballers. Our, our, so-called average footballer right, we're going, and, we're, and, and done all right then you know I, I, I want to close it out right so look is, is, we'll be talking about the, the, the Leicester game <laughs> the Leicester game at the weekend in a minute but the one thing I want to close out on I, is the, second, I just noticed 
we got a message sexy scope dot online sexy girls obviously we're going to go offline and click this link instead <laughs> fuck this I'm on the sexy scope online um, hedge I reckon yeah. that I, I it is probably Grizz. That's Grizz yeah. with his catfish that's, that's account, yeah. isn't it? No, it's not yeah, catfish. Yeah. That's with his burner account. <laughs> Sexypenis.com. Sexy Grizz girls. <laughs> is, is, is Van Dyke the profile picture? <laughs> Done. Done. Uh, but look, anyway, look to, to close it out in, in terms of that game that's there, you know, if we win at the weekend, nobody even thinks about this. Exactly. I wasn't thinking about it at all anyway. No. I, I, I don't actually... I don't actually care too much to the fact that we've gone out it was the manner in which we went out with a lot of supposed first team players involved tonight if we'd played more players from the 23s and just said you know what fuck this let's just give the game time to the to the lads fair enough but you've got the likes of Henderson yeah. Genie Coutinho starting that game yeah you know, that's mm. worrying. That's 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 what could easily any premiership game be our midfield. I'd rather, I'd rather go out there tonight 2-0 where two young lads that don't play first team make two mistakes and we lose 2-0. Yeah. yeah. And the rest of the team, the first, so-called first-team players, push them and push them and, and are on top and doing everything they possibly can. And two young lads make half a mistake and get yeah. punished. I'd much rather that. What annoyed me tonight was, even though the League Cup doesn't bother me and to a lesser extent the FA Cup, what annoys me tonight is that the players that you look to put in the team to guide these younger players and push them on were non-existent. Mm. And I mean non-existent. For the, mm. they, were, they were good in the first half yeah. when, when they were able to give the ball to the front three or four and sit there and go grand but, that, but to be fair but we played that, well in the that. first half because Leicester didn't offer anything yeah yeah, but no and we look we, anything they tried to come out with we nullified and, and we turned the ball around and we played but the second half as soon as these more senior pros stopped it's, 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 it's worrying for me and I know it's only the League Cup but it's worrying for me the way it went on Right, there's an interesting one. Let's try it. Um, let's end with the play, player ratings. So, um, and that comes in from Darren Dunbar. Right. Figs, sorry, Figs. Yeah, yeah. What do we give Ward for his performance? And I'm going to give him an 11 out of 10. He is the world's seven. best goalkeeper. Oh, I, seven, think, I think eight. a 7 to an 8. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he did seven, everything eight. asked of him. He was very unfortunate with a couple of so, goals. So, an average of all of my 11 in, he got a 10. Um, <laughs> Superb math. Right. Flanagan. I'm giving Flanagan a 2. <laughs> um, no. Minus 5. Five. 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 I give him a 6. 5 or 6. Yeah, yeah I give him a 6. 4. 2. Um, <laughs> you can see how this is going yeah. Gomez a centre back I'm giving Gomez a 6 I think he he could have done better for the first goal and he was a bit slow getting across for the second one well, great shot don't get me yeah. wrong but he was very competent took the ball out well and looked a bit more physical than Matip has been in that right back right centre back position yeah, yeah. I, I, for, for me I think I think Gomez was was probably a 6 it's, it's hard to give anybody after tonight's performance much more than that mm-hmm. you know so so I'd say I, I'd agree with you on, on the six for six for yeah, I got yeah. six. Six C- Clavin well. I'm giving Clavin a one he's shit um, <laughs> I'm giving him zero yeah. Grant yeah I'd give him four yeah I'd, I'd be I'd be along the lines of Gav we're going to mark low because it's a 2-0 loss I think a four to a five is probably fair he's just the He's a nothing player. He shouldn't be our first line of backup <laughs> for centre half. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How are we talking about fucking Ragnar 
fucking Loftbrook Clavin <laughs> in the team. Bogdan oh, Clavin. Stop. We're running Just, the show. Yeah, fine. Okay, Robertson then. I'm giving Robertson, um, I think in his first half performance, he would have got an eight, but yeah. because he drifted off a bit in the second half, six. I'd bring him back to about six and a half. Yeah, I think yeah. it's six. Yeah, that's fair. That, yeah. yeah, I think a six is a fair shot. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to Henderson last in the midfield. Um, oh, let's go with Coutinho and Wijnaldum. So Coutinho only got a half, so. Oh, it's seven for Coutinho. I'd seven go. for Coutinho. I'd give, yeah. I'd give Coutinho six and a half. He was still too eager with the shots and he, he didn't, mm. didn't do much. He is trying a little bit too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was evident at the weekend as well. I, I he wants think to for, bash one in the top corner. I know he does, and just say I'm back. He, yeah, he, he just wants, wants to, go. to stitch yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, okay. For me, a six. Wijnaldum, yeah. a um, six as well. Six. I thought that was Wijnaldum's best away performance of all time. I'm giving him a nine. Yeah, so that, no, he it, was, up. it was his best away performance of all time, so he gets a six. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's six as well. Yeah, I yeah, six. six. I know he came off, didn't he? But he was yeah. he was drifting out of the game. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Half. Right, um, Chamberlain, uh, Grudic. Oh, Grudic. Sorry, yeah, I forgot about him. Grudic, strange one. All, doesn't it? There's a bit of marmite there. I I think he gets a five and a half. No, I just go with the standard six. Six. Yeah. I'm giving him five and a half. Five point five. Yeah, Grudic, no, he gets a five for me. I give yeah. him. I give him. An, I give him a nine for his rootless tackling, but I'd give him for his overall performance. It was. For, but it's really, you know what? Let, let's just talk about that for a second. Uh, people are talking about oh, Grudic, love a bit of nastiness. I love nastiness when it's when it's backed up with cunning and intelligence. So. He's Planting somebody with a ridiculous tackle is a mongo move. Boxing yeah. somebody in the face, another mongo move. He gets a fucking yellow card when he doesn't need to. He never ran beyond the fucking ball tonight. He was slow on the in passing. A five at best for me. Well, that's what I said, five and a half. Yeah, that's why I said five. Yeah, that's what I said, but I'll still give him nine for his mad tackles. Fair enough. All right. um, who, who's left? Oxide Chamberlain, two. Um, and we're not debating that, two. <laughs> Um, then uh, two, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go two myself. Actually. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that, that's what he deserves. Solanke, Solanke. Are, are we giving our he- captain a mark? No, or? we're coming back to him. Oh, second last, second last. Second last. Manager gets the final marking, right? So oh, okay. Solanke, I would give Solanke myself. I'd give him a six, and I'd like to give him more because I thought his first half performance was very good, but yeah. his second half performance he was very anonymous. So that's why it's it's a half a performance. Yeah, I, I, made it to I six. felt sorry for him to be honest. Yeah, I did. yeah, I, yeah last yeah. twenty five minutes of the game, he became isolated because. Nobody was backing up the play whatsoever. So yeah, yeah six for him. Yeah. I think. I think in the first half he actually created a lot of his own opportunities, mm. and it's yeah. hard to do that for ninety minutes. You have to rely on the players around you, your, especially your middle three, to give you balls to feed on. And I don't think he got any of that. So I think it'd be hard to mark him much lower than a yeah, six. And Robertson wasn't getting out wide. Yeah, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same for balls into the box. Who have we forgotten now? Uh, Ings. You've uh, Woodburn, Ings. Well, Woodburn uh, was on long enough to rate, so yeah. I give Woodburn a six. Yeah. Yeah, at best. I give him know, a seven. I give him a five. I just felt. Uh, I, Although I felt he did get the shot that well. was off the top of the crossbar. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I felt sorry for him as well. Like at 18 or whatever he is, but to have to drop back to midfield to take a ball because these are the two Egypts. And doing that, really, mm. I felt sorry for. How are t- sorry, just completely off topic, but how are Sky having a debate show with Tim fucking Sherwood on? Yeah, that's that's um, that's and he doesn't what, even that, have his G lay on. Yeah. How can he possibly how have an opinion on things? Oh, he, he uh, Tim, his G lay when he's running. Tim, out Tim is getting a tray yeah, yeah. for that style tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, um, wait, who who are we left? So we've got Ings. Ings. Ings not on long enough to write. And um, but his Henderson. hair gets his hair his hair, his hair gets an eight. So Henderson, for me, Henderson gets a four. I expect leadership and a captain in, in these games. He's got a lot of, got a, he has inexperienced players around him. I expect to see him more. There was instance when it came to the referee where he's he's just looking at the referee. There was one where, get in his ear. There was one where 
the Leicester player there was a big tackle from a Liverpool player yep. and a Leicester player came flying in like a maniac and the the camera cuts to Henderson and he's just shaking his head and kind of you yeah. know blows his cheek that's awful yeah. yeah. that's awful yeah. says something quietly to the ref he should be in the referee's yeah. ear going yeah. listen non-stop yeah. Don't let that happen again. Yeah. He should have yeah. been endangering my players. He should have been yeah. running. He should have been running, F screaming yeah, to the referee yeah. about what had gone on. Yeah. I do. I do. And even fear, if you get nothing, even if you get nothing, it's, it's in his ear. Yeah, it's in his ear. It might seem reactionary, but the more you look at him, the more you do fear. You look at the captains of the big teams that we are up against at the moment, and the vast majority of them over the years, and even currently, are big personalities. They're mm. they're they're imposing figures, and they that that personality drives through the whole team. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think Henderson's personality might be driving through the team, and it's a very timid, wishy washy way. You said to me with ten minutes to go, or it might be you, James, said to me, "We're getting nothing off this referee. Why would he give you anything? Yeah, because yeah. he knows if he doesn't give it here, and you're not going to give out to him. No, yeah. no, you're no, just going to yeah. take it and yeah. roll over for him. Yeah, okay. And, so and on the playing side of it. He didn't protect the defence enough and he done nothing in way of... Offensively. 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 Yeah. He done nothing. Yeah. He yeah. was slow. He was ponderous. This ball where he tries to whip it out. To the he looked the as interested in that game as half the fan base did. And the four of us did. And the four of us did. <laughs> Watching the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, it was yeah, Caramel yeah. Week. Caramel Week. Yeah, Caramel is No great. one realises we actually had the Bake Off on. <laughs> yeah. What's that second caramel laptop for? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, right, so that's the... Uh, the re- what, but what do, what do we rate, Matthew? Four. Uh, yeah, four, 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 four. Well, I'd have given him a five, but, but yeah. yeah, that's... that's. I'd give him five, about. but a minus one, so that's a four, and he has yeah, four on the jersey. I'd give him a three. Three. And I'd add a one. To get the four. Would that be the one in, would that be the one behind the tree or the one in front of the tree? In front of before the, the four. The one in front the of the tree off the four. Combining the right. two pair. Um, um, so and then lastly and le- not leastly, um Jorgen Klopp. I, okay, I I I'll 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 throw it in. I don't mind trying. I'll go I'll go five. Yeah, five. I'm going with I'm going with six. And the reason I'm going with six, the majority of the team was six, right? His selection, I had no real issues with the selection that he put out there. I thought it was good enough to win a time, mm. good enough to win win the game. But again, I don't see the core issues in our defending. Parking personnel and the whole lot, right? I'm still seeing the same chances being coughed up. I'm still seeing the dominate. I'm not seeing the progression, the lessons that we've learned from the last two games mm. la- in, in what we've done. And that for me is why I'd, I'd mark it down. I'd say, yeah, he got his selections right. He's do, his his, his um, substitutions were a lot more proactive than they have been for the last while as well in terms of what was going on, which was a, which was a, a good thing to see. <coughs> but I'm seeing the same same weaknesses, same issues. Yeah. <coughs> Anyone disagree? No, 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 no. I don't disagree, but I think that um, I don't think he really cared about the game. You could see him after he wasn't too fussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his team selection on Saturday has made it a lot easier for him. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone that wants to knock on his door and moan about not being in the team on Saturday, I don't think anyone has an argument against it. Really doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so right then. Year, Steve, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, right then so look Steve has left us I'm down to Gav and James and if they don't agree with me I'll just talk to for myself for the next 10 minutes as we preview the Leicester match so lads um, I don't know much about Leicester I haven't seen them recently that, <laughs> that won't be anywhere near the team that you'll see on Saturday anyway. no it's already no. injured 
No, I didn't hear if he was injured. Okay. I, I didn't I expect ho- him to I was, play I was, I was, I was anyway. hoping he's injured. He that, that's what I did. Uh, uh, bowl over for the next yeah, three and four days. I heard, he, he's I, been drinking I, the caribou after, after the match caribou, now. Doing the door on Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> I heard um, that Vardy is injured. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but hopefully, hopefully um, he stays injured mm. for the weekend. That's going off because we're off. It doesn't really matter. Um, right. So look, looking at the game ahead, you know, it's, it, I, I think a win now at this stage is crucial. We have to win. We have to win a game of football. It's just, that's just what we have to do. It's just getting, we haven't won since Arsenal. So um, that's what, four games ago? Do we need an international break just to clear our heads? And, and no, because that's in. the reason we're in this fucking mess. <laughs> no, we do need, we do need a win or... Do you know something like not even winning? I think if you if you were to go to Leicester and, and take a point, then it was no. I want to win. I, I know I, you, I, everyone I don't, wants, I don't everyone want to win. Draw. I just don't want. I just don't want to walk away from Saturday and just say same fucking goal again. Mm. You know the the same type of goal. Yeah, all knocked down, lands in around the box. Nobody reacts. It's toe poked in and it goes under the keeper's leg. And it's well, it's, what, it's what Phil said, wasn't it? That the whole point about you know we 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 don't we're not learning from anything. There's no progression. We're not okay, well, correcting uh, our mistakes. James, I ask this because um, Deutsch for Burnley at the weekend said that they targeted Alexander Trent, Arnold, yeah. right? Yeah. They targeted him for early and and the whole lot, right? Um, and they knew the chant that we were going to have the Lions possession of the ball. And they were just going to target him on the breaks and look to exploit our weaknesses. And that's exactly what he did. That's where the goal came from. Mm-hmm. And then offset pieces as well. He openly said it. Mm-hmm. They'd worked on set pieces. They openly targeted us off set pieces. They, uh, we had two cleared off the line, which is very unusual for us. Normally they would have, Burnley in, in the normal situation, would have won 3-1 because of, of, of the two that were cleared, mm-hmm. cleared off the line from the Ben Mee um, chances that happened. So look, Leicester are going to target. I'm, I'm looking at, at, at the likely... Leicester starting up. You've got Vardy, you've got Ian Acho, you've got Albrighton and you've got Mares who are going to be on the wings looking to deliver balls in and around the box, especially on f- of free kicks. Yeah. And then they've got Harry Maguire, Wes Morgan to attack balls off set pieces as well. Like, well, it's Wes, it's Mo- not- Wes Morgan played tonight, so is he going to... Well, he, he started against Huddersfield at the weekend. Okay. Right, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't see why, similar to us, why Coutinho won't start for us at the weekend sure. or why Wijnaldum won't start for us at the weekend, right? Yeah. So that, that, that's, that's where I ask the question. Now, where, where we are going with this is, you know, we've just said we see the same weaknesses week in, week out now at this stage for the last four or five weeks. These are set up to play for set pieces and also play in the counter-attack. Like, we'll come back to, the, to, to, to Vardy in a second. You know, what... Something has to change for us to get the get the result of the weekend. Something has to change. Mm. Yeah, it does. It does have to change. Like if if you you know we'll probably go through the team we expect to play on Saturday. And when I when I look at or what I think might be the team, the the simple the simple things we have to do. Our centre halves have to be aggressive, okay, at, at all costs, mm-hmm. okay. And Emre Jean, who I think will play at the base of midfield on Saturday. Needs to be always turned and looked at the centre halves to see where they need help. If you do that, I don't see any problem beating Leicester because that's where they're targeting. They're targeting these balls where they know we're soft. Yeah, they know we don't command areas. They know that we don't we, we don't protect each other. You know, and then what happens is this lack of trust seems to come into our team. So I don't trust you. So I try. I have make a half attempt to help you get myself out of position and they exploit it. Okay, I'll mm. ask. And I think when, when it comes to Saturday, 
even from if you look at the game tonight, if we'd have come out in the second half and played like we did in the first half, we pinned them in. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not too worried about Liverpool on the break. What I'm worried about is when this ball is targeted at our centre backs to just go and win mundane headers. That's where the big issue comes from. So hopefully in the next four days someone realises <laughs> that we need that our centre halves can't deal with anyone in any way physically at all I'll ask I'll ask a question right um, potentially you've got Gomez and you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold right? I want to try to work hard in here right off Gomez's play tonight in terms of physicality and his, his strength you've got a toss up between Mazep Lovren and Clavin because all three have been mishmashy for, for the last few games is there a wild card shout that you put James Milner in at right back for the game at the weekend with the idea being that you're as physically strong as you can possibly be and Milner is more comfortable as a right back than as a left back he's right footed and if, in, if we think back to that run to the, to the Europa League final that we had against Sevilla that's where the idea of Milner playing as a fullback came from. He filled in at right back and he had a load of assists and everything for ourselves and, and is able to get down the right wing and get crosses in mm. in the same way Robertson has done because he hasn't done that for a long, long time for us now at this stage because he's yeah. been playing across the left. Yeah, yeah. My, my show for right back for Saturday will be Gomez over Trent every day of the week. Mm. Um, like you said, he's big, he's strong, he's physical and his natural reaction is how to defend. Trent is a great player. He will turn into a great player in my opinion but not as a right back. Mm-hmm. Unless he bulks up a bit more and he becomes more defensively aware. Mm. Okay. Gomez is more defensively aware. Well, that he'd, means... be my, he'd be my show. Milner's not a bad show. Yeah. But I think um he could be exploited pace wise. Okay, Gav, Gav you've, you've mentioned a couple name your team. Um Minule and Goal. What I think he'd go with, or what I would go with. No, forget what you would go with because there's literally no point. What I think he'd go yeah, with. Yeah. Uh, Minule and Goal. Um I think he'll go Trent at right back. Yep. I wouldn't. Um, I think he'll go Matip and Lovren. Mm. Um, Moreno. Jan, mm. Wijnaldum. Coutinho. Um, and then the three lads up top. Well, like, you can't, well, can't play Mane. Yeah. Um, I think he might go the same three as last Saturday. That's what I think he might do. Okay, James. I... The only thing I think he might do is he he might put Coutinho in the front three, and then the three lads in midfield will be Chan, Wijnaldum, and Hendo. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show actually. Yeah, I, I that's what I think is going to happen because I don't, as we said earlier, I don't think he's going to drop Hendo. And mm. I'll do anything to not see Firmino play with. Yeah, no, no, look, I, I, I absolutely, I, I, I think James's show is. Yeah, yeah, is, I think he's yeah. Right. Just do want to go now. So don't ask me again. Okay, I'll, I'll come back then. I'll, I'll challenge it, and, and I love the show. Sure, what will we know? We, Jurgen Klopp is better than the whole lot, but at the same time, we're still looking at the same problems. He's looking at the same problems, and he said himself he has faith in these players to to improve and, and thing. Yet we're talking about lads who've been there for not just a couple of weeks and a few weeks. We're talking about the fellows who are letting them down, and the same fellows who are letting them down last year. So they aren't learning and they aren't improving, and that's quite clear at this stage. But like for me, I'd start Ward and go. It's that Ward or Carrius and Goal at the weekend. I wouldn't have Minule anywhere near. He was fucking dog shit. Yeah, but, but like, he's not I, going to. I know, but I would have. I, I'd actually, yeah. after tonight's performance and looking at our three keepers and saying, okay, Carrius has had a go in the Champions League, and I think he's done actually very well for us in, 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 the, the, in the game that he played in, right? Um, and also in the Arsenal game, I think he's, he did yeah, well. He did really well in the Arsenal game. Of the three, though, the one who's had the most all, all round secure and confident performance is Danny Ward. Yeah. He came for what he had to come for tonight. 
He dealt with everything excellently with his hands. He made he made one fantastic save down to the bottom left hand corner where he pulled it out. His of the distribution was really good. Distribution was excellent. It mightn't be as quick as Carius's, but it's a lot quicker than Mignolet's. Absolutely. Um, and he seemed to be able to. He just seems to be a very good goalkeeper. Now I'm not saying he's excellent. I'm not saying, but like when you're looking at three fellas who are pretty similar levels, then my take at the moment is go for the guy who's most confident and probably most likely to deal the yeah, best way as I, possible. I them. I'd, um, I'd disagree. I'd go with Carrius. If it was my team to pick, yeah. I'd go with Carrius. And I'd, um, the reason I go with Carrius is because I just don't trust Mignolet. I don't, no, I, I, don't, I, I don't. Yeah. The reason I don't trust him is, is because, like, we're all talking about being targeted at the weekend, like every team is, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're targeting us and they're saying, right. And yeah, he comes for a bit more than he used to come from. But. When he comes, he's still not. I wouldn't be one hundred percent confident in. Him. No, I, I I agree. Um, Carius or Ward would definitely be my choice. Um, Ward tonight just did. He ticked every box I've wanted to see from a Liverpool goalkeeper. As we said, well, that was the first time we've ever seen a Liverpool goalkeeper since Rayner come out and actually get the ball from from when uh, there's a cross coming in. And you know, he was strong. He was commanding. He was everything we wanted. And. It is so frustrating to know that Klopp won't play him at the weekend and that Mignolet will come straight back in. And we'll have the same issues. We'll have the same thing about, oh, God, is he going to drop it in his net? Or, you know, yeah, it, 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 it's just going to drain the confidence straight away. But whereas if I think if Ward was in there, and as I said, if we'd Gomez right back and say Robertson left back and the two lads, Matt and Bin Lovren, I think that'd be a way stronger back five. Yeah, but you could make an argument for any of the goalkeepers, I think. And it might go back to, they might go back to Mignolet and go with Mignolet because he will go with Mignolet. Oh, he will he's, go he's, with Mignolet, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's stated now in, he said, he's pretty much sick of this question. Mm-hmm. And, every, and he said in a press conference, Simon Mignolet is my, goal, is my number one. He will play 85% of games this season. Yeah. So Klopp couldn't be any more direct than that. Yeah. And I think the argument that we have is, is that if you have Lovren and Matt up there and you're having problems at centre-back, he's probably looking at it and saying, this keeper knows them best. They know him best. Yeah. Whereas if you bring Carrius in or you bring Ward in, you know, they're not as familiar with him and it, it could lead to, lead to uncertainty. But there's uncertainty there anyway. Yeah, well, that, well, that's it. It, it. The uncertainty is there, whether it, it, it's, you know, we have this uncertainty every game. So what what difference would it make if it's Ward or if it's Carrius? You know, the the two lads played the whole season with Mignolet and they're still fucking a disaster most of the time. So, you know, does it really make a difference what keeper is there? So, as we said, we've seen a really good performance from Ward. What's 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 his reward for playing well tonight? Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Like, or uh, so his reward is, you know, we stick with Mignolet. Whereas, you know, in, in previous under previous managers, maybe in the past, like if you play well in a cup game, the next get you get the next game. We know for a fact Mignolet is going to come in on Saturday. That's so. What's the point of Danny Ward playing well because he knows he's only going to be playing in cup? Well. He's, no, he's not going he's, to play. The, Yeah, he's going to be our FA Cup goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. so, so he's, he's another three months now. He's another three, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I, ju- I just can't understand this whole thing around our, 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 our goalkeeper and how Simon Mignolet, time and time again, gets it. And um, 
Now he'll probably have a fucking worldie on Saturday if well, he does. I get, he does. Yeah, I, I do as well. Like, I, I, I'm not one of these people who say, oh, fucking hell, I hate him and I want him to play. No. If someone's playing for Liverpool Football Club, I want to see him play well. I don't care. I just want good, competent players on the pitch and not to be moaning about the same fucking mistakes every game was like we're doing. Yeah. Because that's all we're doing at the moment. Every game, we're, we're giving away the same goal. And it doesn't seem to matter who we bring in. And the... Uh, there's no constants now maybe that's what you have to start looking at we have not had a consistent back five yeah he has changed that back five every game yeah we have not there's no two games in a row where we've had a consistent back five but it's not it, it, is that because i know that's because one of them keeps fucking up but yeah, does he is, just is it, need to ride it out he's not being consistent in his in his selections because yeah. The players can't be consistent for more than one game or two games. So he's having to mix them. The only constant probably is Matip. Yeah, you know, Matip is I the think only... Matip gets away with absolute murder in this thing. Yeah. Um, I really do. Like, I watch him and I just think... Oh, he was he was awful for the, the goal on Saturday. Yeah, he was awful for the goal. But you see, what I find with the centre has is when Matip plays, I think he pushes Lovren up the pitch. And Lovren likes to be up the pitch, engaging players and, and mm. trying to win. And it suits him. And Matip can sweep up. When he plays with Clavin, Clavin just wants to drop and sit on the six-yard box. Yeah. And when Lovren and Clavin played together, which I don't think it's happened too many times, no. but it's just one is not but sure of themselves, look, never mind each other. You know? as, 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 and I said it to you guys earlier, my solution to this is swap Matip and Lovren around, right? So if you play Gomez at right centre-back, you have a bit more defensive assurity beside him, right? Mm. Um, and also, I think Lovren is a far superior right centre-back than he is left centre-back, even though he thinks he's, he, he's best and that's his best side. But when we did play him and Sacco there in the run to the Europa final, mm. it yeah. pro- arguably his, one of his best runs of form for Liverpool yeah. so far, he was playing on the right hand side. Yeah. Um, and I could never understand when, and then when in the Rogers final, was when there, he was he was back on the left side, that's, that's, we lost the game. He, went, yeah. he, he, he yeah. goes AWOL. I think he concentrates more when he's playing. He takes he takes less chances and concentrates more when he's playing on the right hand mm-hmm. side because it's not his natural side to defend on. Yeah. Um, and I think that's to the benefit of his game. And if I'm starting, that's where and Matip has played many a game for Schalke as the left centre-back. I don't think whichever side has, has a big, as big an influence on him as others, let's say, right? And yeah. Or other centre-backs that's there. So why not do it? Yeah. As mm-hmm. I said to you, something has to change. Yeah, no, it does. So, it does, it does, does it quick. Field. The games are, you know, we've a game every couple of days yeah, at the but moment. The, again, and our centre-backs are our centre-backs, right? Yeah. So we've only got X amount of centre-backs that we can we can deal with. Yeah. And those two are, are our best centre-backs, whether we like it or not, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's try something with them that just moves things around. Throws it, throws it up a bit and then makes them concentrate more makes them have to think about things a bit more yeah but I, I, it is there probably is a concentration thing but for me the big thing watching them all the time is and I, I'm, I am repeating myself now but I can't say it enough all you want them sent to house to do is go out and say listen you're 6 foot fucking 3 or 6 foot 4 you're a big lad there's not many bigger than mm. you out there I want you to be physical okay now not in the in a, Grew which kind of way because that's just ridiculous. But what I want you to do is I want you to stand up to the player. Can we you're convert him to a centre back? Just give him nothing easy. <laughs> yeah. Give him nothing easy. You'll get your fair share of fouls against you. You'll get your fair share for you. But you'll be physical and you won't give him anything cheap. Yeah. And the main thing to go with that is the guy that's screening the back four, playing deepest in the midfield, needs to be told, listen, when they go to hit a ball long, you need to drop 10 yards, much like Lucas used to do. Mm. Lucas used to stand on the, on the toes of the centre forward yeah. and make it really difficult. And then you shuttle 10 yards forward when we get the ball or when we get back in a normal shape. Yeah. But for that original ball, he needs to be the man to say, listen, I'm going to stand in front here and I'm going to protect you from this ball. 
and when it breaks and when we get on the ball, I can look, it's only shuttling 10 yards here and 10 yards there. But it seems to be that the ball goes over. The two centre halves are exposed against two players. They're not strong, they're not physical, and we get turned over and we can see goals. One of the big things that was really positive about us at this time last season was the amount of goals we were able to score from all positions across mm-hmm. the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. That seems to be something that we need to bring back into this season. Yeah. Yeah. Can it happen on, on Saturday? Like we, we, we've, we've talked about Salah and potentially Coutinho in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, Firmino is a streaky scorer at times, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's probably going to get 14, 13, 14 goals for us again this season, but he's going to get them in chunks. He might get a run of five or six games where he gets seven or eight, then you might get one for another 10 games. So we know Salah is, is, is pretty much close to one per game at the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. We need other people to chip in at this stage, don't we? Yeah, I think... I. I think, you know, as one of the criticisms we would have had of Coutinho at the weekend, he was trying too hard. Mm. He, he just wants to score. So maybe the Leicester game will be the game where he, he gets back into the goals. Like, and especially if he's playing on the front, you know, I think he, he could really open up. He opened up Leicester quite a few times tonight. He was yeah. lucky with a couple of shots and that. So maybe Saturdays, you know. He needs one to fly in. Yeah, exactly. The monkey yeah, off his back. Then. Absolutely. That's, and then that's it's yeah, yeah, that's, of, yeah, it's, that whole, it's weighing him down at the that moment. That whole situation yeah. when it disappears a bit more yeah, into the distance. Exactly. You know? But once, once we get Firmino up the middle of the park, because I don't think Firmino's an outlet to Coutinho when Coutinho's deeper and Firmino's yeah. playing wide. Yeah. Um, I just think, and it's hard because you want Firmino in the team, but for me, I only want him centrally. I don't want. Oh no, no, abso- I it, absolutely. I think it takes away from him and the team when he when he moves out wide. So James is probably right. You probably will see Coutinho having to play up in the front three, but I think that might affect Salah then because Salah likes mm-hmm. you know two. Mm-hmm. You know Coutinho would love nothing more than to be in that midfield and hitting Salah on the break. Right. Saturday, yeah. You know? I, I don't labour on on this too much because I do want to get out of here. I'm fucking exhausted. And I have to go home and edit this thing and get it back out at the same time tonight. Right. So, um, to, to just just look at that and, and to be honest with you. I think, from our point of view, take all the negativity aside around the results, but surely if we maintain the level of performance that we're doing and become a bit more clinical, right, mm. then the results will come. Yeah. yeah. But how long can you maintain that level of performance well, we if don't results aren't coming? That's, that's what I want to ask. It's not, I don't think it's a massive leap. I think, you know, a couple of percent defensively and a couple of percent... Mm offensively and I think we'll take teams apart and yeah. I, I mean 3, 4 and 5 nils yeah, yeah. you know um, I think it's that, that small a margin mm-hmm. um, how long can it go on for um, it's going to have to go on until January if this because you have to remember it's not it's not it, it is a system problem but it's a personnel problem as well and they're the personnel you're stuck with no no but you know, my, so, my point is eventually you start hitting a brick wall so you look at United last year, right? And this, yeah. this, is, this is my concern. This is my biggest concern. And I put it to you in the group around it yeah, as well. Yeah, right? yeah, you did. It's right. Last year, United were bashing teams, having 100 million chances per game and not scoring. Mm. And they were miles behind us by the time Christmas came, mm-hmm. right? They got their shit together after Christmas and relatively caught up with us, but still finished behind us, right? Mm-hmm. We've gone from a place of last year where we were blitzing teams at the very start of the season, scoring a shitload of goals, to a point where we haven't really been free-scoring up to the first couple of games of the season, but we haven't been really free-scoring for the best part of January through to May. We've had a couple of big results in there, but if you think about how we got over the line towards the end of the season, it was one nils, 2 nils. that's how we got there, right? Yeah. Mm. Is there a danger that because we've been a bit sort of, I won't say mentally weak, but we've been weakened by the fact that we haven't been free-scoring and we've had to sort of grind out results, that yeah. 
we are starting to lose that clinical nature to us. I think we're losing the clinical side to us because you have to remember when, when forward players are in a position to score or on the break, if you're, if you're defending well, they have mm. no worries. They yep. go up, they tear teams apart, they score goals for fun. But when you're mentally, mentally physically weak at the back mm-hmm. and these lads are true on goal and they have chances, they're thinking in their head, I have to get this, I have to score this because mm. we're definitely conceding them. You know, mm. so it becomes the defensive side of the game becomes onto their shoulders as well as attacking players. So, yeah. Um, I, th- I don't think there's a problem with us scoring goals. I think we will score plenty of goals, especially when you look at Alana's back in light training. Well, Manny's back. Manny Manny's back, back the for weekend, the Newcastle game. So. You know, so, yeah, I don't think, I, don't, I can't see a problem there. And I think it'll actually push us on in a funny way. I think we'll score more goals when we I've actually become more solid. I've just seen after the, the fucking Newcastle game, there's another fucking international break. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But then again, we could be, yeah, we, well, we're, we could we, be saying okay yeah, for that yeah, because, um, yeah. like Phil said, we could have been in a, in a proper <laughs> rough game. You know? he's, he's, he's always on looking up when we say it here. So, um, but now look, someone asked earlier, I think on, on the Periscope, is it, is it a slump? I don't think it's a slump. There's, mm-hmm. there's too many competitions and too many types yeah. of games. Yeah. So I don't think it's a slump, but I think, like I said, a couple of percentage here and there, you know, and I think we'll be fine. You know, I'm, always, I'm, I'm usually optimistic, but... Regressing to the mean. There was hints of statistics being spoken about on this pod. No. But, uh, no. We were regressing to the mean. Right. Um, so, predictions, Gav Doyle, on the Leicester game for the weekend. I don't usually do predictions. Do I, I don't. Give, I don't give a fuck whether you do predictions or not on the fatback for. I want the prediction off you. No, I don't do them in general. In life. Well, you want to fucking do them and start doing them now. Okay, right? How else are you going to win the lotto if you don't do a prediction? You can't win the lotto. Come no, on, you don't do a prediction in the lotto. You, pick you do. Numbers. You pick a numbers exactly. So you predict yeah. what numbers are going to come. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's a quick what you pick. fucking do? It's a quick pick. <laughs> the computer's <laughs> doing the. The computer's doing the picking for you. Ask the computer. Ask. Come here. Ask Siri or fucking Samsung's equivalent, whatever the hell is an Android. Ask Mick. Ask Mick there. What's Go. Um, 3-1 Liverpool I like the optimism James 2-1 Liverpool 2-1 Liverpool I like the optimism I think it'll be a 2-0 win to Leicester anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the player ratings <laughs> well we're not we're not in for that game so I'll have yeah. to wait till next year who's doing the post-match um, that's Steve Steve was doing the post-match <laughs> and, and we have a very special guest in the post-match this week do you? yeah can't reveal too much about that oh, <coughs> ex, ex-LFC player um, a very famous person on the television and uh, I'm not saying anymore Mark Lawrenson <laughs> Um, <laughs> right uh, okay trippers chats and we won't be taking too long with these so I'm going to use some of the rooms that they that you used the guys didn't use because um, I forgot to ask for the merry room today right, basically boy, right yeah. so um, the first one is from Russell D.U. with D.U.E. Russell Dewey. Um he says if chosen to send a once off oh, message yeah. as a representative of mankind what would that message be what was the question if chosen to send a once-off message as a representative of mankind, what would that message be? Who was the message to? To, any, to, to aliens. Like, we were doing the Fatback for last night. I yeah. had this question. And it was I, actually Sunday night. I know the day you see it roll into one. Yeah, and I called it episode four and it's episode three. I'm all over the place. Um, but um, we were doing that the other night. And I thought it was better when, so when, when I think it was Daphne said, I've listened to all four episodes and I thought they were great. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be a great witness in court. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, they definitely done for. Yeah. You know, uh, um, no, I don't know what it, if it depends. What I'm telling, who am I telling it to? Aliens. 
aliens. Oh, it's aliens. It is aliens, right? <laughs> Who else are you going to send a message to mankind from? Yeah. Hey, Wales. Oh, well, then I tell him that Ragnar Clavin is their leader and he wants to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's um, that's, that'd be just, it would be, it'd be more of a request than a message. Do you reckon they'd be able to tell the difference? <laughs> no, it'd be a demand. It'd be actually a demand. Do you reckon they'd be able to tell the difference between him and Bogdan? Would Bogdan not be headed to the If I had to cycle a bike like an ET with Ragnar Clavin in a fucking basket on the front of it. <laughs> I'd cycle it as far as I fucking had to to get him back. I'm not messing. <laughs> I felt like that many times about many LFC players. But come here, Bo- is, Bo- is Bogdan not practicing for that role of cycling the bike back to the ETs? No, no. Um, cl- uh, who are we talking about now? Bogdan. Oh, yeah, no. He's his brother. Busy. Have you seen his Instagram? Bogdan McShoy. Ah, his Instagram's great. The lads are all out on him. Um, they're all training. The yeah. lads are training. <laughs> and he's sitting upstairs with a glass of orange juice, a salad, and just putting, that's ah, a great view. <laughs> so uh, no, look, he's too busy to be playing football. That's a first time LFC, first team LFC player there. Yeah, will I be out tra- yeah. training? No, lads, not for me. I'm uh, <laughs> no. done here. Thanks. <laughs> you want to see the view? Bit of lunch. There? I'm not fucking yeah. Bit man. of lunch. Yeah. <laughs> James, what would your message to the aliens be? Oh God. Uh, what would our message be? Jesus. Any time tonight I Because know. we'll be recording The Fatback 4 This raving right, you know, <laughs> Fatback 4 was four days ago now Daphne's <laughs> <laughs> listening to the fifth episode uh, We're sound Please take Donald Trump Something like that Is that the best you can come up with? Yeah that's the best I can come up with On, on short notice Yeah sorry Fuck me I know brutal, it's bad Donald bad. Trump gets a hard time like, In fairness right Donald Trump He's given out about But all them boys Fucking voted for him I know And do you know what They voted for him And they can't get rid of him now They've done uh, nothing To get rid of him I know The only way they're trying To get rid of him Is putting tweets up And asking for retweets yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean So if that's If that's your plan He's going nowhere He's no. a fucking maniac But he's uh, yeah, well, He just said if Right, that was the podcast. Uh, thanks again to everyone to listen. Thanks again as ever to Skillzone for sponsoring the podcast. I um, hope you've enjoyed the, the pre and post-match coverage. Um, and of course, Steve-O's uh, Charlie Chaplin periscope that he did. Um, <laughs> with Joel, with Joel. Ten minutes of Steve-O talking to himself. Legend. Uh, anyway, that's it. We'll be back at the weekend with the Fatback Four. We'll be back then on Tuesday with the Tuesday Club, which was the Monday Club, it's now the Tuesday Club. And I think next week... Oh, we've also got the, the Aussie lads are doing their monthly... On the Couch podcast. That's what I was trying to think of earlier on. That's out on Friday with, the, with a month review of all the LFC happening. So that's coming out. And then we have the women back next Thursday as well. Um, and I think we'll have a Euro trash at some stage if we can raise the bail for Neil. So, um, and if you do see a subscribe button on the website, do that because uh, we will definitely come begging for you soon. Neil's bail gets more expensive every week it goes on. So, anyway, that was a lot. That's Gav, that's James, that's Steve, that's Phil, that's me. It's the Tuesday Club. Good night, God bless. We'll talk to you next week. What would your message be to the aliens? What would your the message aliens. be? Yeah, yeah. Nothing coined. Yeah, fuck off away from my podcast. Stop messing with it. The aliens came into the bunker there and fucked with the sound. And I've spent 10 minutes talking to... <laughs> 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 I, could, I could hear Joel perfectly. And all people could see was Joel doing his best Charlie fucking Chaplin impression. They said, get him a marker Why on don't the page. You, why don't you do sign language? Yeah. Like that fucking little bitch on Channel 4 that's down in the corner. The funniest thing you'll ever see in your life is when they do the hearing impaired version of the in-betweeners. And she has to do the like, jizz, 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 fucking motions. It's magical. If you come in, lock down your face at two o'clock or half two in the morning and turn on channel four and that crazy bitch is down in the corner giving it socks to the in-betweeners. It's it'll be, your beauty. It'll be nothing on me on the bike. Oh, we're singing the Danny Ing song. Why is Danny Ings got a song? I don't know. Why the fuck has Danny Ings got a song? He's gorgeous hair. He doesn't really have a song.
They just sang it. They just sang a Danny Ying song. That can't be. Sturridge his song. has got a hundred goals for the club. Ying's, you know. Yeah, that's it. Like, fuck have you off, heard the radio recently? There's some fucking absolute <laughs> shit that's considered songs. <laughs> Danny Danny Ings is actually a good song in comparison yeah. to fucking some of the other stuff. I can't believe Danny Ings is a song. Hasn't been seen until he's played about three games. Gomez has actually played more games than him now at this stage, which is quite tough. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.